This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Talk to nicely. I glanced down at the sharks below. One slip would mean my certain death. How did I get myself in this mess? I should have never clicked on that link. It all started with me sitting at home, in my room, on my computer. I found out how to access the dark web and loved to explore it. There are whole worlds of information and entertainment hidden from the rest of the internet, only available for those who know where to look. For me, my adventure started with a Dot Onion site I found that was simply titled The Game. It was similar in design to YouTube with comments and arguments. The only difference was that it only had a handful of creators, each dealing with a different type of game show-esque program. One felt like Big Brother, with people trapped in a windowless house doing the same ridiculous crap as they do on the original show. The only difference was that the loser wasn't sent home, but rather into the basement. Whatever happened in the basement, it caused the other contestants a great deal of distress. It was never shown on camera, but it put a strange atmosphere throughout the house. Then there was the Wipeout-like show. It had the same challenges and obstacles, but the surroundings were so dark, as if it took place either at night or inside a dimly lit warehouse. Whenever someone got knocked out, it just fell into the darkness, never to be seen again. It was horrific, and the screams they let out as they fell were heartbreaking. Still, not a single commenter ever indicated that the shows were real. For all we knew, it was just a trick, stunts to make people worry. But even more than that, they were interesting. I could not stop watching them. I'd spent hours watching them, borderline addicted. I would comment, cheer on certain contestants, and make real bets with the other viewers. After a while, I started to garner some attention. I was getting pretty good at predicting the winners, and it pissed some of them off. I was making quite a bit of money for myself. Then, as the last season of the game ended, someone left me this comment. You've shown great promise as a predictor for the games. For the final episode, choose your winner and get the chance to receive a large monetary prize. All you have to do is to respond with the name of your predicted champion. I input who I thought would win and waited for the final episode. Alas, I was wrong, and the game ended, leaving me disappointed without a promised prize. That's all I remember before everything went dark. When I woke up, I found myself tied to a chair in a dark room. There were strange men wearing colorful masks walking around me, pouring buckets of what I first thought was water over me. It was only once I felt my body and smelled around that I realized it was partially rendered animal fat, making my entire body slippery as hell. What are you doing? I asked. You're a candidate for the game, one guy in a mask said. 
I don't know how they got me. Whether they drugged me or just hit me in the head with something hard, I didn't know. Nor did I understand how they knew where I lived. Which game? I asked. You'll see, he said as he untied me and tossed me onto the ground. By the time I got to my feet, the mysterious men had vanished, and I was left in an empty room, only accompanied by the vague sounds of cheering coming from behind a door. I didn't want to go out there. I'd always thought the game was rigged, a voluntary game show full of people trying to make their names known in the darkest corners of the internet. Had I known they were kidnapping people, I never would have left a comment. I decided then and there to stay, to refuse the audience my forced admission to the competition. As time went on, the crowd's cheers turned to anger. They started booing louder and louder. I could hear individual yells. Where is this man? Another yelled. I paid good money for these tickets. Let's get this show started. I began inspecting the room. It was a small square space about six feet long and six feet wide. From what I could feel, there was one door in front of me. This is where the screams of the crowd were coming from. I checked the ceiling for any way out, but there were only two tiny holes for ventilation. I was stuck in here. The only way out was through the door. I decided to take a deep breath and open the door in front of me. A bright light hit my face and temporarily blinded me. As my eyes adjusted, I noticed a platform in front of me. On the platform were three other contestants. All were covered in the same animal fat-like substance. One was a girl. She couldn't have been older than 25. She looked horrified and had a dazed look on her face. The other contestant looked to be in his late 30s. He seemed calm, cool, and collected. The last man was a bit older, probably in his late 50s. He also seemed indifferent about the whole situation. If this obstacle course was anything like what I saw in the videos, I knew the older gentleman wouldn't stand a chance. As I walked out of the platform towards the other players, the audience boomed with excitement. Even though the audience seemed to be right next to the platform, you couldn't see them. The only thing that was illuminated was the platform we were all standing on. A loudspeaker came on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our monthly wipeout contest. This is a special edition because we chose four of our lucky livestream viewers as contestants. These four contestants have made a considerable amount of money betting on previous games. Let's see how well their knowledge helps them in actually completing the game for themselves. The audience cheered wildly. The loudspeaker continued. The rules are simple. The last player standing wins the competition and gets a $100,000 cash prize. The losers? Well, their fate depends on what part of the game they mess up on. The first contestant is Brooke from North Carolina. Brooke, please make your way to the front of the platform. Brooke nervously moved forward on the platform. The loudspeaker came back on. Lights on, please. In front of us, industrial lights came on and revealed the course in front of us. The announcer continued. There are four red inflatable balls in front of you. The goal is to jump onto each one and to get to the next platform. If you fall, well, let's just say you don't want to find out. Okay, Brooke, let's get a move on. Brooke stood there frozen in fear. She did not move a muscle. Minutes passed, and the crowd's cheers turned into boos. The announcer came back on. Brooke, I'm going to give you five seconds. If you don't move, I will have to take matters into my own hands. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Okay, Brooke, you asked for it. All of a sudden, part of the platform rose up behind her and knocked her in the back. She was sent flying off into oblivion. 
Her screams faded into the darkness. Her fall seemed to last forever. All of a sudden, I heard a chilling thud. It sounded like bones breaking into a million pieces. My heart dropped out of my chest. I now realized that my fate was certain death if I did not complete this course. The horrific sound seemed to get the audience more excited. Cheers erupted. The host continued over the speaker. Well, to our viewers at home that bet on Brooke, that is unfortunate. Hopefully our next contestant will perform slightly better. Next, we have Dan from Florida, the Sunshine State. Let's see what you've got, Dan. Dan was the man in his late 30s. He calmly stood a few feet back from the edge of the platform. He got a running start and landed on the first ball. He used his momentum from the first ball to land on the second ball, then to the third, and finally to the fourth ball. He jumped off the fourth ball perfectly onto the platform at the end. The announcer chimed in. Wow, everyone give it up for Dan. That was a flawless run. Quite impressive, I may add. Okay, next up we have Bill from Idaho. Give it your best, Bill. I was worried for Bill. I knew he didn't stand a chance. Bill tried Dan's approach. He stood a few feet back on the platform and got a running start. To my surprise, Bill nailed the first red ball. Just like Dan, he used his momentum from the first ball to catapult him to the second. He landed on the second ball, but lost his grip and slid off of it. Bill's yells echoed as he fell to his death. His fall was met by the same horrific sound as Brooke. The loudspeaker erupted. Well, well, I didn't think Bill had it in him, but I thought he would at least make it past the second red ball. Okay, let's forget that mess. Up next, we have Patrick, also from Florida. Let's see what you've got. I decided Dan's approach was the best way to go about this course. I stood a few feet back from the edge of the platform and got ready to go. I ran and jumped on the first ball. I kept going and continued to the second, then the third, and lastly the fourth. I jumped as hard as I could off the fourth ball and nearly knocked into Dan on the platform. The speaker came on. Well done, Patrick. We've got some athletes on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone give it up for Dan and Patrick. The crowd cheered and clapped. The announcer continued. Let's move on to the next challenge, shall we? This one will be a test of pure strength. There will be two pull-up bars that each of you will need to hang on to. First one to let go is the loser, and last one standing will be crowned the champion. Lights illuminated the next challenge in front of us. Two metal pull-up bars extending from the ceiling appeared in front of us. I thought to myself, what is the worst that can happen? If we fall, we just land on the platform. Dan and I walked over to the bars, ready to grab onto them. The host began the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> we both jumped up in unison and grabbed onto the bar. At that very second, the platform beneath us disappeared. I glanced down and noticed a giant pool below us. I thought if I fell, this can't be too bad. At that moment, I saw a fin and another fin and another, all circling about. I realized it was a pool of sharks. I glanced over at Dan, but he was too focused on holding on to notice. My adrenaline began pumping faster than ever. I needed to hold on. 30 seconds went by. I noticed Dan looking really tired. He was sweating profusely. I glanced down again and got another hard dose of adrenaline. Every time I looked down, it gave me more motivation to hold on. I don't even think Dan noticed the pool below us. I glanced over. Dan was losing his grip and fast. One of his hands slipped off the bar. Only seconds passed 
and his last hand lost its grip. He plummeted to the pool below. I glanced down in curiosity, but the platform already was below me again. I only heard Dan's screams for a few seconds before he was violently dragged underwater by the sharks. The host began speaking again. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Give it up for Patrick. The audience began cheering. The host continued. What a great job on the course. You won fair and square. You've done so well that our panel was thinking of bringing you back in the future. We have a tournament of champions every two years and think you would be a great competitor. Until then, you and your money will be delivered to your house. Before I could even say a word, a cold needle was injected into my neck. Next thing I knew, I woke up in my bed. Next to me, on my nightstand, was $100,000 in cold hard cash. I can only pray I don't get kidnapped again for the Tournament of Champions. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.